Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Duration Path Outcome is your brain looking at that clutter, and whether you know it or not, subconsciously, it's trying to figure out what to do with it. So it's muddling up your brain at night or during the day, and you don't even know it's happening. Hi, welcome to Being Home with Hunker. I'm Lori Gunning-Grossman. Today on the show, we have Meg Golightly, home organizing expert and founder of Simplified. For Meg, home organizing is not just about putting things in their place. She says that her interest in home organization evolved from a lifelong fascination with how our brains work, reinforced by her degree in psychology and an interest in neuroscience. Meg believes that we all have reasons as to why we hang on to things, and everybody struggles with clutter. Everybody. However, there's a cost to clutter. As she says, we can't get to where we want to be until we let go. So Meg does more than just show us how to organize. She goes deeper, and that's one important step she believes we all must do before we organize, and she shares this in this conversation. She also offers tips on where and how to start in the organizing process, as well as the three questions she has her clients answer before starting the organizing process. We also talk about how to find her favorite organizing tools, why she creates towns for her stuff at home, and finally, she shares expert ways to organize a pantry. We all know how much we love seeing a well-organized pantry, so you're going to want to listen to this. If you're ready to make space in your home, both literally and figuratively, this conversation is for you. So let's welcome our guest, Megan Golightly. So you're a professional organizer. Have you always loved it? Were you a young girl organizing your bedroom or places in your home growing up? You know, I used to organize my Barbies. I remember I have a picture of the Barbie drawers in there. You know, those stencil things that we used to have in the 80s. Yeah. And that's what I used for her clothes, his clothes. But I was kind of a messy teenager. You know, I think I came into it later in life with a bit of ADHD undiagnosed. Mm and needed to cope somehow with needing to keep my environment as organized as I could so that efficiency is always important to me. And so I sort of developed it on my own before kids and then really needed it with kids. Yes. So that makes me think of how you have mentioned that you see a connection of psychology and neuroscience with organizing and clutter. Right. How did this come about? And what is the connection? So I think it's really, really important because every time I worked with a client, it seemed like there was a different reason why they were hanging on to things. And the way I see it is that, I mean, I've been doing it in people's homes for 14 years. And so with a psychology background, I, I just couldn't help but to be curious of what's really happening here. And without judgment, because we all have pasts, the past always played a role into why they were keeping things. 
on a lot of levels. But the main point I see about organizing is that decluttering is like a learner's license and organizing is like a driver's license. You have to declutter first. You have to have your learner's license before you drive. You have to learn how to drive. You have to learn how to organize. You need to declutter before you organize. Everybody intuitively just wants to organize. Mm. And so what happens is they don't know how, they haven't been taught how to let go. So then that's why the psychology of it becomes important because people need to slow down and know what they need to do first. But because of social media, we see all these people snapping their fingers before and afters, mm -hmm. we see Pinterest, we see all these things of beauty and they want to start there. So what happens is they don't know what to do, they get overwhelmed, so they go shopping. Right. They go to the store, right. they go to the container store, they go somewhere to buy things to organize, but what they really need to do is declutter. So, I mean, I love talking about it. I could go on and on about the learning that has to happen. And then that's where the neuroscience comes in is that we need to forge those neural pathways and learn so that it becomes a little bit more instinct, right. like breathing. So then you think of the right questions and you don't tell yourself the old stories of why you need to hang on. You think about why you need to let go. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so cool, though. So you work with people to help them create these new neural pathways, to help them tell new stories? Yeah, I think that people who follow me on Instagram and some of the other platforms hear it enough times that they hear the message of, oh, okay, there needs to be a perspective shift. I'm going at this the wrong way. And that's what I keep hammering home because... Once you declutter, the organizing is somewhat easy and very learnable, but it isn't until you've done that first step. Right. And those are the steps that I teach on Instagram and the things that I talk about over and over again, because I think it would be doing a disservice if I just showed you what to organize with, but you hadn't done that first step. Yeah. So I always talk about that. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's interesting because I was just talking to someone who is a feng shui expert, mm -hmm. and she said something similar about doing an edit first before you feng shui, before you bring in things to help judge your home in a feng shui way, mm -hmm. to edit first. Mm -hmm. Or a designer I spoke with was, was mentioning uh, sort of on a design level, like you subtract before you want to add, and now you're talking about it in an organizing way. It's It's so cool how it's all... It's all interconnected. I mean, there must be power behind this. Absolutely. and But isn't that the lesson in life, yeah. right? Even like that's where I'm a big meditator. And, you know, that's where I see the parallel with neuroscience, too, is that, you know, you can't see the blue sky if all you see is the clouds and the planes and the birds and all the things in the sky. You can't get the essence and get to the place that you want to be. And that's the parallel I see with people's homes is... Everybody wants to have this home that doesn't stress them out because of the clutter, because clutter, you know, there's been studies done. There was one done in UCLA that women's cortisol goes up with the amount of things that they have in their home. So we know it causes us stress, but I see the similarity or the parallel of our homes are that blue sky and we want to get that home. We want to get to what that is, but there's so much stuff in the way, the clouds, the rain, the storm, like the birds, the planes, you know. All of that is what we see. So until you clear that out and invite that in, but know that those things are coming in to go. Yeah. Right? Yes. But we hang on to things like we need to hang on to them forever. And things come in to go. That's okay. Mm. Right? You didn't buy them with the intention to keep them forever necessarily. <laughs> but because we're hunters and gatherers, 
there's a psychology again, we think that everything has to last forever. Yes. You know, like a wedding dress, right? Like, I don't think it was meant to be forever mm. and to hand down to your kids. But that's the one that women get caught up on the most because, you know, we think we need to keep it, but we have pictures of it and it can be let go and given to someone else and live again. Yes. I'm not a minimalist by any means, but there's that story in it and the psychology and the neuroscience that's super important to understand, or you're just flip-flopping and looking the wrong way for your answers. I love all this. Are you a quantum physics type of person? Is this part of your meditation or? No, not really. My meditation, it's called Yoga Nidra and it's it's basically sleep meditation, but it's very scientifically based that you need to tap into that part of your brain to deeply rest. And it's just letting go of the thoughts and letting yourself go. And I, I just see the similarity with that in organizing yeah. or decluttering is that you really can't get to where you want to be until you let go. And that's the whole, you know, teacher and the student thing is that you can't really be ready until you're ready. Yeah. But what I hope to do on these platforms is have some light bulb moments where people are like, ah, like now I get it. Now it's not my fault. I, I wasn't taught by my parents to let go. Mm. All I heard from my parents who were in the depression or who were immigrants was that we can't afford things. So we need to have things last forever and we need to repurpose them. Yeah. But things are different now. And I'm not saying get rid of everything and put it into a landfill. I'm right. saying let's pass it to other people though, right? Right. And maybe borrow things from neighbors. We don't have to have everything in order to feel complete. Yeah. I love this so much. I love it too. Yeah. And it's not just about having pretty looking spaces or a beautiful looking drawer or whatever. It's, it goes deeper in how our homes are supportive of us. Oh, for sure. And, you know, the other thing, too, is that we all are kind of picky about who we let into our lives. And we sometimes struggle with that with people. And I see it the same with objects. Like, I think that when I look at a junk drawer, things need to earn their right to be in there. They shouldn't just be in there by default. Mm. They need to have a purpose and intention. And you need to put them in there. They need to earn their right to be there. Yeah. Or otherwise, it's just cluttering your ability to get to where you want to be. Right. So we need to be pickier with what is in our homes, yeah. what we surround ourselves with. Thinking about that and thinking about clutter, mm -hmm. how do you feel that clutter is keeping us from like fully expanding and flourishing and being successful in our lives? Well, I mean, that study from UCLA is a scientific study that shows that our stress hormone cortisol mm -hmm. goes up women with more more we have. But our brains do something called duration path outcome in neuroscience. And what that is, is duration path outcome is what keeps us from sleeping. It's what our brain does when we're not really, you know, when you're lying in bed and and you keep cycling through problems, but you, you're not really conscious that you're cycling through them. And you have to tell yourself like, wait a minute, that's not a problem. Like, you know, it's not time for that. It's time to sleep. But when you see a pile of things on your stairs or something to do in your house, clutter that doesn't have a home, like clutter to me is anything that hasn't earned the right to be in your house or just hasn't find a permanent place to be in your house, right? It needs to find at home or it shouldn't be in your house, Yeah. right? So duration path outcome is your brain looking at that clutter and whether you know it or not subconsciously, it's trying to figure out what to do with it. So it's it's muddling up your brain at night or during the day, and you don't even know it's happening. You see the pile of clothes, you walk by it, and unconsciously your brain is thinking, 
duration? Like, how long is that going to be there? Path, how am I going to get rid of it? And outcome, what's it going to look like when it's gone? And your brain is doing that all the time with things around your house. So the less you have of things that aren't in the right place, the less your brain's doing that. And the more you have time to free up and concentrate on other things. So and that's why I love people helping people in their house because it's solvable in a day. It's just psychologically, we don't want to do our own spaces yeah. because we've convinced ourselves that's impossible. And it isn't really, you know, it's like being afraid of technology. We get anxiety and we think that it's harder than it is. But once you do it, yeah. it's okay. It's easy. Yes. But people don't know where to start. So when we come in, we essentially do it with them and for them and they realize it's not as intimidating and then they get after another room. Okay. So jumping off of that, if someone perhaps is not working with you, maybe right now, mm-hmm. and they're at home and they're listening to this and wondering where to start, like they're they're saying, I, I need to declutter, I need to organize, where do you say to start? Yeah. So the bathroom's an easy room to start, but the first thing you have to do is to have heard what I said in the beginning yeah. is that whole message of why don't I know how to let go? Like what, what's going on here? So when I'm working with somebody, we only look at three questions. Mm. Instead of cycling through, it's sentimental. My dad gave that to me. I need to keep it. Or I bought that and it was so expensive. The money's gone. You can't get it back. I might need to keep that just in case. Like there's sort of seven things that we cycle through because of our parents or because we're just hunters and gatherers. And I say, put those aside. Get out of your own way. Are you serious or Mm -hmm. not here? Mm -hmm. Get out of your own way. Forget that story and ask yourself three questions that are today. Do I love this? Do I use this? And if I lost this, would I need to replace it? How important is it? Would I go buy it again today? So think about those three questions as you're going through any room. Start small. If you're intimidated, start in a bathroom or start with a drawer in the bathroom. And I have how-to guides online. So once you know the psychology, then get the how-to guide. And then it's a systematic steps that you go Mm. through. But I also explain this heavily in the beginning of my how-to guides, because if I just gave you the steps, you probably wouldn't do them because you haven't paid attention to the first 10 minutes of this conversation, right? Yeah, I get so serious. No, it's great because what you're saying, I feel like it hits in the gut more than just saying, oh, you just go in and you just get some things to organize and you, instead of just the mechanics of it, as you're talking, it feels like it's hitting me in the gut of like, oh, like, do I love it if I lost it right now? Would I be bummed or would I not even think about it? And, Mm -hmm. you know, as you were talking, I had a quick vision of one of my drawers. It's actually like a jewelry drawer where I'm like, there's a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've even thought about for years. It's time for me to go. And not not fancy jewelry, but. Well, yeah, because you can't see what you want to see until you get the clutter out of the way. And again, it's like the sky. And that's why I talk about those analogies is because there's no chance at seeing the blue sky, the big picture or where you want to be or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah clarity until you get rid of that static. Mm. And what that static is, is all those things that you're hanging on to that you don't really know why. Well, you tell yourself those stories. And so I'm just trying to get those stories out of the way. And people literally tell us the stories, our team, like there's always an explanation. So it's kind of like the tree in the forest. If you don't get the story out, it's hard to let go. Right. And I talk about that in my how-to guides too, is sometimes it's better to organize with somebody who's in there who's non-judgmental because you can tell the story and then let it go. Yeah. And some people have a harder time with this than others. And it's okay to hang on to some things. Yeah. But, you know, consider taking pictures or if that's what you really want, because that's what I mean about 
getting out of your own way. Yeah. Like you're never going to do this if you keep making excuses. So how badly do you want it? Right. And I think it's a better way to live for everybody. Everybody, you know, struggles with clutter. Everybody Everybody does. does. They do, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love your tip of taking pictures of things because that's such an easy solution it's not saying goodbye forever. You have the picture if you want to. And it's funny because mm-hmm. I did do this with my daughter at one point when we were trying to clean out her bedroom when she was younger, like mm-hmm. time to say goodbye to some of these snugglies or whatever. And it was really hard for her. Mm-hmm. We did take pictures. But I'm telling you, we never, we've never, we never even looked at those pictures again. You never looked at them. Yeah. And that's okay. But that's the safety net yeah. of knowing that you physically can go back and look at it. And sometimes we just don't want to forget. We're scared. And it's okay. all out of fear. Yeah. Right? It's all out of fear fear, guilt, and shame is that we're scared to let go because we're scared that we'll lose it. But again, it's getting out of your own way and trusting yourself that you're going to be okay without all of these things. In fact, you're going to be better. You're actually going to be better the more you let go. But sometimes people hang on to more and more and more and more because they think that that's going to make them complete. But it's actually de-layering. It's getting the clouds out of the sky. It's getting those things out that allow you to see what you're really looking for. And how freeing that feels. It doesn't fail. I mean, that's why we get called back again and again and again, is that if people are scared, I'm like, just let us in there. Yeah. Like, don't, you know, it's, it's okay to be scared and excited, but trust us, it will, it'll be, it'll be better. Amazing. It doesn't fail. Mm-hmm. Do you find that your clients then keep up with it? Most of them do. Like if they've really learned that lesson and they've seen the sky and they've had that glimpse of how much better it can be, then they do because it becomes like this self-respecting thing too, right? Of I'm going to actually put this in the right home because I know that it's going to save me time, energy, space, money, relationships, because there's a cost to clutter. All those things, they cost you. And people start to see that they feel better, their relationships are better, they're saving money, they're saving time, they're saving energy. So once they get a taste of it, then they respect the spaces. But when we set up the proper systems, then it's easier to respect the spaces because things have somewhere to Mm -hmm. go. Like often clutter becomes clutter because it has nowhere to go. So you just put it on top of the island. But if it had a home, it would only take a microsecond to put it actually where it goes. Right. But it's not your fault. You just put it on top because everything underneath is full of stuff that you don't really need. Yes. It's hard, right? We just don't have the time to do this. I'm telling you, I feel like people are going to be listening to this and just get so jazzed to declutter. I hope so. I'm. That's my passion. Like I could talk to you about this all day. I love it. It's so good. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery Starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital.
That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What are some of your favorite organizing tools or products? Mm -hmm. So after people have done the decluttering, what are some of your favorites? So everybody's space is different, Mm -hmm. but I, over the years, have, I think, found things that work 80% of the time in 80% of the houses, or even higher, 90-90, maybe. And that's what we stock our trailer with, and that's what I stock my warehouse with, and that's what we bring to people's houses. And I I have those all in a store on Amazon. I think it's very important to watch what I link and see me use them and talk about them so you know how to use them. And I am not about perfection. I'm not home at it. I'm about progress. I'm (laughs) about starting. I don't care if you use plastic with wood and with wicker if you want to have it all color-coded that's great if that's what makes you happy we can do it to people's houses but i don't think that's what's about for most people it's just getting in the game right i have my go-to bin basket and plastic containers that work because it's important to make a town or a boundary for things and i I call them towns Mm -hmm. so that it's kind of funny of like pet town and appliance town and yeah whatever town you have in your house, right? Electronics town. But what that does is the thing that you put them in sets the boundary for you to psychologically know you don't need more. But how can you know if you need more or need less if they're in every drawer of the house? You have no idea. You don't even know where they are. You don't know how many you have. So when we do someone's house, we extract it all. We pull it from all over the place. We lay that all out on the floor and we say, okay, you have 18 cameras. Which ones do you use? Which ones do you love? Which ones would you buy if you lost them? Mm -hmm. And people are then able to tell the story and let go and say, well, this one doesn't work. And this one's my favorite. And I'll donate this one or I'll sell this one. Then you build a home for that with the container, depending on how much you have, and put it in a town. I love it. Put it somewhere that you know where it is. And then my goal would be that you could come to my house, Lori, and I could, you'd say, where's this? And I'd say, okay, um, remote control town is yeah. here and you would be able to find it. Towns. I just call them towns. I think it's fun. Yeah. And then it's, if you're fighting with your husband or your spouse or your partner or whatever, you can say like, come on, it's in Dogtown, go find it. Like, yeah. Or make the town, right? Yeah. Lightens the pressure. It's cute. I've never heard anyone use that. I think I just started when I was going through a divorce, I was in crazy town. I was in... <laughs> Yeah. Um, swear town and and nobody wants to be there it's not fun right, right? we want to be in meditation town happy town lightly yeah. town yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly light town like when you go on a vacation mm-hmm. right you feel great you feel light you open the doors and you see like a view or i don't even care if you don't see a view you see white sheets and you see one bag and you just feel light yeah. because you don't have all your stuff right right and that's the feeling i want you to have in your house and you can you totally yeah. can. You just need to get out of your own way and do the work. But you totally can. I love it. 
You mentioned your guides. You have guides on your website that people can go and, and download. Mm-hmm. Are you able to offer a few tips for the pantry? Because sure. I know people love pantries. Mm-hmm. And boy, we love to look at pictures on social media of beautiful pantries. Because I'm always like, how do people do that? It looks so pretty and nice. Well, yeah. And the first thing is, I think we have too much, again, because we're hunters and gatherers and we go to the store and it's easier to buy the package of macaroni and cheese than to know if we have one at home. So we buy out of fear, Mm. like, oh, gosh, you know, what if I don't have this? But we just did a pantry yesterday. And whether your pantry is in your kitchen, in a drawer or cupboard, or whether you have a separate pantry, when you're doing your pantry, you have to take it all out, all the food out. And you have to put it into categories on the floor. Mm. So, And in my guide, I have the labels that are all of those categories. So what you do is you take that page out of the guide, you cut out these little labels, mm. you lay them out on the floor, and then you put the food over top of that label. So you've got rice, you've got pasta, and they're all in there. There's only so many categories you can right. have. It's like a grocery yeah. store. But you categorize it, and then you look at it and edit it out and say, well, we don't eat that anymore because we're gluten-free. So that can go or this give to a friend or this one's expired. And then you put things back by having them earn the right to be there and by building towns. Mm. So then within your pantry, you have pasta town, you have rice town, you know, there's certain, you put the things in the guide, I'll explain you put the, because I have the order, you put them back. The things that you use the most first go at eye level and go And then it becomes like a Tetris of what's going to fit where and how is this going to work for me. Um, If you have too much, then you have to have like sort of a Costco downstairs that you can pull from. Yeah. You know, you need to, again, get out of your own way and say, well, I I just for this pantry or this drawer, I need to right size and it just can't fit all in. So I need to think of something else, have a sub pantry somewhere else that I feed my pantry from, Mm. if that's what it takes. I love this. I'm going to be making some towns in my pantry. (laughs) My pantry needs some towns. Towns, yeah. yeah. You're going to hear yourself talking about towns. Yeah. My last question is, so our podcast is called Being Home with Hunker. Mm -hmm. What does being home mean to you? Um, I think being home to me, my home is very light, you know, light in many ways. It's the sunlight's in, I open the blinds. Um, But it feels light to me. It feels safe. It feels there's no pressure. I would just say lightness. The word light comes to mind. Easy. Mm. It's just safe, happy, content. You know, I I want that for most people in their homes. And I I don't think that is always the case. It's hard. It's hard to find that time, especially if you're working full time and you have kids. But Mm Mm-hmm. I say you can do it and I say set a year to do it and do one room at a time and just give yourself some grace and some less pressure and just slowly say I'm going to do this over a year. That is an amazing tip to end with by the way just to do it over a year because that makes everything mm-hmm. feel so much more manageable. I know how much time it takes yeah. right because we're in people's homes every day and it's not realistic. I think women feel because they can multitask successfully and multitasking is so terrible for our brains but because we do it and we do it okay people think they can multitask organizing yeah. right they think oh, I'll just organize this drawer yeah. between school pickup and making dinner. And then you get yourself in a big mess. Mm. So you need to book an appointment. You know, I say that in my guides, you need to book an appointment with yourself. Schedule it in, block off the right time, put the phone away, don't answer the door. You know, 
do it the right way or it's not going to work. I love this. I love it all. Well, hope it helps. I, I think it helps. Yeah. I get a lot of people saying they've been inspired and their lives have been changed slightly. And that's all I hope for. That's why I'm doing it. What a gift. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Lori. This has been a gift for me talking with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having yeah. me. Our audience is going to love you, and we're going to point them to all of your things. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. To learn more about Meg Golightly, visit her website at go-simplify.com or find her on Instagram at gosimplified. And to get started on your own organizing journey, be sure to check out Meg's guides for how to organize the kitchen and pantry and bathrooms. This year, she'll have them for every room, including all the steps on how to get motivated, the questions to ask, and tips and tricks. Also in our show notes, you can discover other episodes we think you might like, such as my conversation with Clutterbug founder, Cass Arson. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, Senior Designer Maury Men, and Director of Audience Development Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. Yes. You tell me when. Okay. Wait. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.